1: Song facts. Get your song facts right here get you song facts hello and welcome to the song facts podcast my name is Corey O'Flanagan and I am your host as always this podcast is proudly a part of the Pantheon Podcast Network guys if you're feeling frisky go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Maybe think about leaving us a kind review. Make sure that we are showing up on your device every Wednesday. So I got a question. When you think of things like alternative music, grunge, or garage band, what is brought to mind? For me, it takes me to a time in the early 90s that gave us a new sound and a bunch of really great bands. Keeping in that thought and that mindset, I was taken back to that time When I was introduced to the female trio named Hello Mary. These three young ladies are combining their sound of fuzzy guitar riffs, big drum fills, and uniquely designed bass runs along with well-thought out harmonies to differentiate their style and take the grunge sound of that time into our ears today. Please welcome Helena, Michaela, and Stella of Hello Mary as I catch up with them in Brooklyn to talk about some of their old and new songs and we hear a performance of their new tune, Take Something. Please enjoy Hello, Mary. So I'm here with Helena, Michaela, and Stella of Hello, Mary. And I guess first, just how's life in Brooklyn right now?
3: My name is pronounced Helena. (laughs) Thank
1: Thank you. You're
3: welcome. (laughs) <laughs> life in person is good it's chill yeah
1: are things starting to normalize at all
4: kind of yeah. helena got vaccinated the other day true
1: good for you thanks i spent a couple days in uh, manhattan on my way back into the states and just walked around and did some photography and stuff had been about 10 years since i'd been there and wow. i always loved that city great.
3: It's great it is
1: great okay so from what i can gather helena and michaela you guys were writing and playing for a while before stella came into the mix and so helena my question to you is did you all go through a few drummers and then was it just kind of instant chemistry when stella came along
3: my dad was playing drums on our first like demo things just because we had no one else okay. we went we didn't actually go through no, any drums. Not drama um, <laughs> we, uh, we were trying to look for like a second guitarist for a while but that was stupid and we don't have that and we don't need that, so.
1: <laughs> were <laughs> you just thinking that you weren't going to do have a drummer?
3: I don't know what we were thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. We, we had this girl that we, when we were offered our first show, we were like, OK, we need a drummer so we can play live. And then there was a girl that we were going to jam with, but then she bailed. Thank God she bailed because then we got Stella through a friend of ours. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I I mean, I'm going
4: to just speak for Helena and say, I feel like there was instant chemistry, but
1: yeah. So (laughs) that you guys have songs that were written and you just came in and they, did they just kind of let you kind of be an individual and do what you wanted with them?
4: A hundred percent. I mean, the thing is like, like Helena said, like her dad was playing drums on some of the like demos that they had out. They had like a couple of songs out on like SoundCloud with like using like GarageBand and stuff and those are like what i listened to to figure out if i wanted to play the show um or rather if i wanted to hit up or did you i think you hit me up but whatever um and jason helena's dad was playing on those and so when we were practicing those songs i really just like replicated the parts that he did so like on certain songs off of ginger like yeah the drum parts that I play are replicating his drum parts. But on all the new songs, I mean, they're very, they let yeah. me write what I want to write. And yeah, we
3: only had two, a, a Letter and Ginger were the songs that we had out. But and then we wrote oh, okay. the other ones. and recorded. Oh, so
1: you came on pretty early on then. Okay, that makes sense. Um, well, I want to jump into some songwriting stuff. And Michaela, I've got a question for you. How did the song Ginger come to be and then I don't know who wrote the lyrics for, but what exactly is waiting on the desk?
2: I remember writing it. I feel like I was at Helena's house and we were just playing around with stuff. And then I thought of a cool bass line and then she thought of guitar after it that would like fit into it. Um the lyrics. I remember writing those with you. Yeah, we wrote the lyrics
3: together. We were know. like, you know, angsty uh, sub <laughs> something fresh graders. Oh yeah, eighth, <laughs> okay, eighth graders. And we were like, you know, I don't know what's waiting on the desk. It's it it is waiting.
1: <laughs> just- open to interpretation no i listened to it a couple of times this morning and then I, I was i had i had you guys help them out when i was on my flight back over to the states and i was just like i don't know i just can't believe that you guys wrote these lyrics at, at these at these young ages it's pretty incredible to me thanks keep tapping into that i i, I used to write a lot more than i do now mm-hmm. it's for some reason it's something that you just have to absolutely keep up with yeah um okay so when i think of your guys sound and i just in general like fuzzy guitar, and then heavier drums and bass. I don't usually think of vocal harmonies paired with those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you guys showcase that so nicely during that live performance that I just watched on Baby TV. And so Stella, I'm wondering, why are these layers of vocal texture just so important to your guys' sound?
4: I mean, I definitely think it's the thing that like sets us apart. I would say like, yeah. the vocal harmonies and the bass um are like really the things that make hello mary in my opinion um and like even you know before i came in helena would like record harmonies with herself so it was clear that like that was something she wanted from the start Uh, um and then you know i came in and i was like i can actually do that for you so like live so yeah and it's just kind of like i think the more and more we write and develop as a band like the vocal harmonies have just become more and more present in the songs, like with all these new songs that we're hopefully going to release sometime this year, um, that will be very, very prevalent. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's important to our sound. It is Hello Mary, for sure.
1: Do you guys enjoy the process of kind of, figuring out where you're each going to be vocally or do your voices just kind of have the it. differences that you don't have to really think about it.
3: It's so fun. We we spent a lot of time like writing cool harmonies and stuff, especially on this new record that we have to record.
4: Yeah. And there's a lot of like call and response too or like I don't know I don't know if you call it <laughs> or, call like, and echo, response, echoing. but like
3: echoing yeah. or like all sing the same line yeah.
4: but like delayed a little bit and and then it's interesting too because like you know, me and Michaela are very like rhythm. I mean, obviously we're rhythm instruments, but like, I I feel like a lot of the songs are very rhythm oriented and like weird rhythms. And so like playing those and then also singing weird delayed parts on top of that is like really cool and very satisfying.
3: Yeah, so satisfying.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think in in my short tenure in the music, just being in a few bands, some of my favorite times were sitting around either a practice studio or a recording studio trying to work out vocal harmonies Mm -hmm. and when you can nail it and you can put it together it's really nice and i mean it's to me it's even more impressive to be able to do live like you guys showcase that you can do so well and then for you Stella, behind the drum set, being able to do that, continue to think about that while all four extremities are going to. I'm always so impressed by that because I was like a drummer who could sit there and like sing the verse and the chorus, but I couldn't really do anything else. And I was like, when I saw that live performance, I was really impressed. So good work. Thank you. Okay. So I think that we can agree that the defined kind of sound that you guys are bringing is just kind of this throwback, throwback grunge, nineties grunge. So I wanted to ask you each individually what song to you and we can start with um Michaela and work our way over, but what song to you defines that era and why?
2: That's oh hard, god. Hard. That's such a
4: hard question. Different exactly. You <laughs> I have one if you want to start with
3: if I
4: Yeah, okay, so I think mine, this is a classic one. They know this is like my favorite song ever. Heart-Shaped Box. by Nirvana <laughs> um yeah it's, I it's just <laughs> yeah it's just a classic song like it's just I don't know it's like the best and it's yeah. grungy but also like not too grungy like I don't know yeah. I mean it's not it's not cheesy in my opinion but yeah
3: yeah, I feel like I was well, that
1: was a good follow up to Nevermind too, because I remember like smells like Teen Spirit and everything just exploded, and then no one kind of knew what they were going to do next. I, I remember just being—I think I was like a preteen at that point—but seeing that video, and I was just kind of blown away. I'd never seen anything like that. It was just kind of like this weird stuff that they did with the camera. So that's a good choice. Anybody else?
3: I I was just and like. I probably would say a Nirvana yeah, song. Yeah, I was which about is to super say. super lame and probably not. <laughs> but I think that it, it makes sense
2: <laughs> that they would be like at the forefront of this. Or like a yeah. Pixie's song. Maybe. Or like a Youth song. Yeah. Yeah. But if I was doing a Nirvana song, I would say Milk It. Because that's my favorite Nirvana song. And I think it's. Yeah,
3: succinct, Milk It's pithy. So
2: true. And it gets the job done. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Okay. Well, I mean, there's no reason that you can't. I mean, I fell on Pearl Jam, so either Pearl Jam or Nirvana to (laughs) come from the grunge era. We're 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 all too uh, basic on this one. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's talk about another song of your guys's um, Apple. I read an interesting story on this so I want you guys to confirm or deny this for me and then I'm going to challenge you. So I read that it was written on a drive to upstate New York and was put together just kind of a cappella, just with voices at first and then you guys added the instruments later. And I was just going to ask, can you rehash that story a little bit because that's so interesting? And then my challenge is, can you give me a taste of the vocal chaos that happened in that backseat? <laughs> <Yeah>,
2: definitely no, <laughs> I mean not. No, because I, I wasn't singing. Helena was definitely singing. But I remember we were, but, on, we were driving. I, I was just going to say we were writing <laughs> the lyrics down in her notes folder, but, and uh, like taking voice memos. Uh-huh. And then when we oh, got okay. there, we like we had brought our like amps and. Instruments, we like went right to the basement and I like tried to figure At out
3: my grandparents, it. House. At her grandparents' house. I remember writing the guitar riff in the car. They were like, Yeah. Yeah, I remember that too. And they wrote the lyrics in the car. The lyrics are not that. The lyrics, great. <laughs> yeah. They're about like driving a
2: car. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. There must have been five people. <laughs> there were, and
2: yeah, it was like crowded and we were like tired.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were
2: tired. um <laughs> That's it, Yeah. And yeah. You're doing it really we quietly too, because we, we didn't really... want your parents to hear us. Yeah, my parents were driving
1: us. Yes. Okay, that that kind of sets the scene a little bit better because yeah, I had this I had you guys like going off and being at full volume with like trying to get like the actual way the guitar would sound and everything.
0: <laughs> no,
2: you yeah, are gonna like whisper. <laughs> yeah. That's, so well, that's just how,
1: that's how I am in a car and in the shower.
0: Yeah, but,
1: um, it's just yeah, I just let it go. Oh, yeah.
0: um,
1: okay, so. Take me into the making. You guys are going to perform this. I think it's take something that you're going to do. Yeah. And so take me into the making of this song um, and just tell me how this one came to be, because this is one of the newer ones you guys have been working on, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I wrote the guitar part and the melody over quarantine. I don't remember exactly when. And Michaela was away, actually. Yeah, so- I remember
4: when. When? I remember when. Because Michaela was away. Yeah, Michaela yeah, went upstate for months. And it was just me and Helena like sadly practicing the two of us, like being really sad that Michaela was away. But we were all quarantined, so we all had a bunch of time to like write songs. And Helena brought in this song, uh Take some which is now Take Something, and we practiced it for a bit. And then I don't know if you've heard the song. Have you heard the song? It's unreal. Yeah, no,
1: I, it was on the uh, live performance. Oh,
4: that's right. That's right. Um so it's actually coming out in a couple months. So yeah. That's something to look forward to. But she wrote it um the first like kind of quieter part and it seemed like it was going to be mm-hmm. kind of a mellow song. And mm-hmm. then I can't remember like whose idea it was, but we were like this needs to have some sort of like explosion at the end. Mm-hmm. Like this needs to have some big build up. And then we wrote that. And then Michaela, of course, came in and just made it like a hundred times better. <laughs> and uh,
0: yep. yeah, no, but I, I came home and
2: I was obsessed with the song. Yeah. I was like, you guys really did it this time. <laughs> you
3: really done it.
1: Stay tuned for more Song Facts podcast right after this. Ever wonder how my voice is bouncing off your eardrums so clean and crispy? No? Well, let me tell you anyway. The Lyra microphone by AKG brings their legendary acoustic engineering to a versatile USB mic that delivers the highest quality audio in its class, USB connection. This is good for me, because of the simplicity and the ability to just plug and play without an interface. You may have gathered from various episodes that I am doing this show on the road, so being that I record most interviews in a different location than the last, it is good for me to know that I have a high-quality, easy-to-transport and-use USB mic like the Lyra to make sure my sound is clean. Whether you're like me and recording a podcast, a musician, recording vocals or an instrument, or if you need to do a voiceover for a YouTube channel, Lyra's innovative AKG Adaptive Capsule Array adapts to your performance to record pristine audio. It has four versatile capture modes. What's a capture mode, you ask? That is how the mic picks up your voice. Just trust me, with these four options, it's really all you're going to need. With AKG Lyra, you'll be up and running in no time, no matter your experience level. There's no assembly, no need for separate audio interface, no fiddling with software settings, it just works right out of the box. And Lyra is something that is compatible with Windows, Mac, iOS, and Android devices, and all major recording softwares. So. If you're looking for a mic that offers ease of use along with a high quality sound, check out the AKG Lyra and look no further. Right what a great feeling, though, to have that. I feel like a lot of times in bands there can be envy and that kind of thing if somebody's like, God such a great song like why can't I write songs like that and that kind of thing but just to come in like fully supportive like you guys fucking kicked ass on this one I'm so excited to add a bass it's
2: good it's good yeah and we all get to take credit for it yeah yeah we all (laughs) get our own yeah exactly
1: I like (laughs) you're like no matter what I get a third of that
0: yeah (laughs) literally
1: (laughs) so because I did get to hear it and I went back and listened to it a couple times and I'm so excited because you guys are going to do it acoustically but when I hear that song and I compare it to others off of the first album, it seems to me that there are some more dynamics and you you kind of touched on this of like, it's a softer song, but we needed some explosion. And now that's starting to make sense to me. But when I start to hear a band like progress and get these dynamics to me are just so important within songs and, and music in general, because it just kind of like it regrabs the attention of whoever's listening. And Just you guys did such nice interplay with your instruments and everything. And I just wanted to ask, do you feel like can you sense this progression that you're having as as songwriters?
3: Definitely. This art, yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Is it (laughs) confident? Do you
1: think it's a confidence thing?
3: Um I think it's just like a shift in taste or like maturing a little bit as well. Mm -hmm. I've gotten a lot better at guitar since ginger. And like I don't know the harmonies and stuff are more complex the lyrics are a lot better too
4: getting no i don't want to say getting bored of the old sound but it's like at a certain point as songwriters like you have to go in a direction like you're not gonna just stay where you are your whole fucking life like you need to you need to find some sort of um direction and i think that's just happened and like what michaela said just like maturing and like getting better at instruments like those two things combined and just like understanding each other as like musicians yeah. better, and you know? listening to more music,
3: like yeah. different
4: genres. And
3: I was just saying that we all listen to like the same thing, so we all know what we want in the song.
1: You know, I interviewed this guy um, last fall, and him and his friends do an interesting thing where every Monday they do a rotation, and someone emails out an album, and they 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 have to listen to the album front to back during that week and then they kind of like just exchange like text messages or, or notes on it and just kind of talk about it but he's like I'm listening to like 1930s New York vaudeville one week and then I'm listening to like some death metal the next week and it just oh, is love. keeping my brain so it, it, he's like it's helped me create and I was like well if I was like in a creative mode and I felt like I was in a rut maybe that's something that I would do
0: that's a totally. like really great idea that actually
3: because really I, I feel like I'm I go through music droughts, new music droughts, and I'm just listening to the same thing over and over.
1: Guilty. That's one of the reasons I started this podcast, because I was like, I got to figure out ways to like instigate me to keep listening to new music because I love it so much.
4: Good of you. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um,
1: (laughs) Okay, so before we let you guys play the song, I just you guys have been working on new stuff. um, And I'm just wondering, what is the biggest hope that you guys have for the band? In the next twelve months,
2: I, I- think <laughs> I was gonna say to play a show, like a, a show with people.
3: Well, we have that.
0: Yeah,
3: we're gonna do that.
2: Oh, I'm afraid. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> Ideally, touring would be the best, but that's probably Actually, yeah, that's kind
4: of idea. unlikely. Touring and or putting like- out this freaking album.
3: Yeah. Oh
4: yeah. Why
1: is that been oh, a battle?
4: <laughs> putting out an well, album. Recording. New- yeah, recording and then putting out new yeah. music.
3: Because. For some reason, it's really hard to make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to make that more. <laughs> Yeah.
1: How so? What's the challenge with that?
3: Money and like just timing. Yeah. People. I being think most free. of it is money. Yeah. Most of it's money.
1: Just
4: getting studio time. Yeah. And like being able to pay for the studio time with the person that you want, you know, <laughs> like. Yeah. Because it's expensive. If you want it to sound really good, it's expensive, but it's worth it, you know
1: not to get personal, but you're not going to use the one who produced the last one. Did that, uh, did that producer, did you guys have a breakup?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, we did. <laughs> we, we did. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, we love him. We love him. He's a close friend um, of ours, but yeah, we just want something a little more like professional sounding, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like something just a little yeah. more like, I don't know. Yeah. sure
1: be patient keep keep doing it the time will come and um when you guys are ready let's let's hear this tune we've got um hello mary and their song take something so good i didn't so when i heard the plugged in version i wasn't listening to it on good enough headphones i don't think because i couldn't hear those bass runs but i am loving that
4: oh yeah thank you she's ridiculous
1: <laughs> it's just amazing that looks like so much fun to play too
2: it's so fun to play it's the best <laughs> song to play
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's i mean it's so uh rare when you i there's a word for it too when the bass gets to slide up the fretboard like that and uh I can't remember the name of it, Um, music terminology. (laughs) Yeah. But guys, really well done. I'm grateful that you spent some time with me and uh, we'll we'll keep it nice and short and sweet. And we're going to try and um, release this about the same time that the single is going to come out. We'll uh, keep trying to drive the momentum and hope that you guys get to get out there and uh, play some live shows this year.
4: Thank you so much. What was your name again? My name's Corey. Corey, Corey, thank you so much, Corey. We appreciate thank it. Thank you.
3: Nice meeting you.
1: Wow, so much fun. So much good energy. And really, they write some amazing songs. I'm so impressed with these young ladies. If you get an opportunity, see them live. I'm sure they'll be booking some shows around the New York City area sometime soon. And as always with us for the stories behind the songs, you can go to songfacts.com. Have a great day. Get
0: your song facts right